Welcome to Main Thing Radio with Robert Fountain, pastor of Calvary Chapel, Miami Beach, in Miami Beach, Florida. Join us as Pastor Robert teaches through God's Word. say there, actually I shouldn't be pointing because what the Bible teaches is that Jesus is coming here and he's going to establish his kingdom for more than a thousand years. He's going to govern planet earth and you and I are going to be here with him. You got to digest that one for a little bit. How many, I mean, seriously, how many of you are actively preparing for that retirement? Keep your eyes fixed on the Lord. In today's message from Pastor Robert, he encourages you to set your gaze towards the kingdom of God. Don't let the things of this earth consume you and get you down. Stay focused on the eternal kingdom of the Lord. Greater is he who is in you than he who's in this world. Stick around after today's message from Pastor Robert. I have quite a bit of information that I'd like to share with you. Our web address, podcast subscription information, and our contact information. Now, here's Pastor Robert in the book of Matthew chapter 19 with today's edition of Main Thing Radio. I wonder if Peter looked at this guy and for just a minute thought to himself, wow, this guy's rich, clearly been blessed by God. He's so prosperous. He, he's bright. I mean, he, he's a good man. He's kept the commandments. I mean, he's, he's done, apparently he's, you know, he's done pretty well. And, and what if he's the one making the wise choice here by not following Jesus and I've made a mistake? I've asked myself that question. I just have to be honest with you guys. I'm human. You know, when I, when I see friends and family members making millions of dollars and retiring in Greece, Spain, buying, you know, second house, a third house, buying a house for their kids. It's like, you know what I mean? It's like, hello, still here, Miami Beach, remember me? I think Peter needed reassurance from Jesus it was going to be worth it. I, I think that's what was going on. I don't think it was like purely selfish. He's just like, listen. I have gone all in. We, we have left everything to follow you. Are we going to be okay? And Jesus tells him, yes, you're going to be all right. You're going to be okay. In fact, he says that everyone who has walked away from their personal goals, their relationships, possessions, their inheritance, physical inheritance in this life in order to, to follow and serve only him, he, he says, you're going to be abundantly rewarded a hundred times over in the regeneration. Did you catch that part? In the regeneration. It's an interesting phrase. 
What is he talking about? Well, he's, he's talking about that part after he comes back. He says, when the Son of Man sits on the throne of his glory. You know what occurred to me with this? So many times, you know, I, we, we are so focused on preparing ourselves for life. First time I ever encountered it was, was with a young German girl. She was a student when, when I was in Youth of the Mission. And her parents were, they were a little freaked out by her coming to Youth with a Mission before she finished her primary, I shouldn't say primary, but her career education, before she, she finished school, before she was ready to earn a living in their minds. Do you, you understand what I'm saying? She had gone off. They just like, what, what are you doing? You got to finish your education. You got to be able to earn a living and provide. And they were a little freaked out. And, and I was like, really? It's like, oh, yeah, this is a big deal. In Germany, I mean, you just, this is the way it's done. You have, to, you have to get this training. You have to get this, you know, the education, apprenticeship, whatever. And, and I stepped out of that. And they're a little wigged out. They're a little, a little scared for me from all of that. But you know what? It's, it's so common in our world today, right? We, 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 we prepare. I'm not saying we shouldn't, okay? Listen, not at all. I, as a matter of fact, I had a conversation with my son last week about going back to school about him going back to school. I ain't going back to school. <laughs> Not at this point. But do you understand what I'm saying? I was talking with him about the need, you know, to, to go at some point for him to go back to school and get some additional education. It's right that we should prepare like that. Retirement. People get so focused on preparing for retirement. One of the things that really kind of surprised me working with law enforcement over the years is how focused they get on the pension and the retirement stuff. And if you get along with them anywhere, that's like all they're talking about. The drop program and then this and then that. And what's like, oh, I don't understand any of that stuff. And you know what? Listen, here's, here's the thing that I find interesting the average police officer in the United States only lives seven years after they retire. And that's up from only five years. Like 10 years ago, that was the national average. They live five years after they retire. And when you take into account the fact that they usually retire earlier than the average U.S. citizen, the job is incredibly stressful. It's incredibly, you know, on the body. I'm talking to what they deal with, and, and you know, I've, I've had two friends die in their early 50s in law, from heart attacks in law enforcement. Both of them extremely physically fit, but, but listen, what, here's, here's my point with all of this. Go ahead and answer that alarm, by the way. It's going to keep messing with my head if you don't. The, um, they get so focused. We, we get so focused on preparing for retirement, knowing, knowing that we're only going to get to enjoy it for a relatively brief period of time, right? Seven years for law enforcement, that's pretty extreme, but I mean, the average person, what, what do we think we're going to get? 15 years? 20 years? I don't know. 25? Maybe? I mean, somebody that retires at 65 and lives till 90? You guys understand what I'm driving at here? We're going to be there a lot longer than we're going to be here. 
And when I say there, actually, I shouldn't be pointing because what the Bible teaches is that Jesus is coming here and he's going to establish his kingdom for more than a thousand years. He's going to govern planet earth and you and I are going to be here with him. You got to digest that one for a little bit. How many, I mean, seriously, how many of you are actively preparing for that retirement? Thousand years with Jesus. Hallelujah. Good, good. But do you understand what I'm driving at? We, as, we, as we're moving toward Christmas, it's so critically important that we, that we remember and maybe give a little more attention to being prepared for that. Being prepared for that. Now, Jesus, he, he throws a curveball in verse 30. He says, many who are first will be last and the last first. What's he talking about there? Well, thankfully, he illustrated it. Okay, and we're going to just kind of burn through this really quickly. Verse 1 of chapter 20, Jesus said, For the kingdom of heaven is like a landowner who went out early in the morning to hire laborers for his vineyard. Now, when he had agreed with the laborers for a denarius a day, everybody say agreed. He, they had agreed on a denarius a day. That was the normal, you know, normal wage for a, a day laborer, a normal day's pay. So he, they agreed on that. He sent them into his vineyard, and he went out about the third hour and saw others standing idle in the marketplace. And he said to them, you also go into the vineyard, and whatever's right, I'll give you. So they went. They trusted him. Again, verse 5, he went out about the sixth and the ninth hour and did likewise. And at the eleventh hour, he went out and found others standing idle and said to them, why have you been standing here idle all day? They said to him, because nobody hired us. So he said to them, you also go into the vineyard, and whatever is right, you will receive. So when evening had come, the owner of the vineyard said to his steward, call the laborers and give them their wages, beginning with the last to the first. When those came who were hired about the 11th hour, they each received a denarius. But when the first came, they supposed that they would receive more, and they likewise received each a denarius. And when they had received it, they complained against the landowners, saying, these last men have worked only one hour, and you've made them equal to us who have borne the burden and the heat of the day. His love is the main thing. His love is the main thing. We're so glad you tuned in today for Pastor Robert's message in the book of Matthew. If you'd like to hear today's teaching again or learn more about Main Thing Radio, visit our website at mainthingradio.com. Before our time with you is through for the day, we'd like to take a moment and ask you to consider partnering with us here at Main Thing Radio. Would you commit to praying for us each time you tune in? As we continue to produce programs to spread the good news of the gospel, we know the enemy won't be happy. We'd appreciate your prayers for protection and guidance in all we do. Would you also pray for your fellow listeners too, that each one would allow Jesus to speak truth into their heart? We have one more way you can support us in what we're doing here at Main Thing Radio, and David's here with the details. We all know it's vitally important to support the local church, a place we call home. But it's also very important to support missionaries. Have you ever considered that Main Thing Radio is missionary work? It is. We need your support to continue to share God's Word over the airwaves. 
please prayerfully consider financially supporting Main Thing Radio. For more information, visit MainThingRadio.com and click on the Donate button. Thanks, David, and thank you for joining us today to study Matthew. Join us next time for more right here on Main Thing Radio.